0: Psalm sixty eight, verse nineteen. I've been trying to, yeah, whole read through the Bible thing. I've been stuck on Psalm sixty eight for about four days now. So um, I think I get about five verses, and God starts talking to me. And it's like, really? You know, I didn't even get to like the rest of it. It's all I've done is trying to get my psalm done, get my psalm done, and you know, it's just yeah. So, um, but that's the idea, isn't it? It's actually to not just complete the task, but to actually learn from the Word of God. So Psalm 68 19, I sent this out to you yesterday on um, text if you got it, but um, it says blessed be the Lord. Now I was looking at this verse up and I actually looked in different translations and they say different things. And I'm going, well, okay, so dig a bit deeper and didn't get a lot clearer as to why they said different things, looking at going back into the root words and so on except that there are certain words in there that can mean one thing or another. And in this case, the word can either mean benefit and blessing or like a lifting of burdens. And some translations translate it as a lifting of burdens and others translate it as benefits. And it's like, so I'm certainly going, which way do you go? And what really struck me is, let me read the verse. He says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, or some would say, who daily lifts our burdens, even the God who is our salvation. 68 verse 19. All right, and then he says, "Sailor," which means pause and think about that. So I did. I paused and thought about that. And I thought, why do some go one way, some go the other way? You know, why is one about lifting burdens and one's about Loading you with benefits, and as I thought about this, I really thought about how, it's how you view life, isn't it? Some people will go to a negative capacity; others go into a positive view on situations. Yeah, there's, there's an old story of um, you know the guy who who's a shoe salesman, and he it's about the 1940s or so on, and uh, he goes into Central Africa, and you know he's got shoes with him and so on to sell them, and he sends a, a telegram back to um, head office in the USA, and he says, "Look, uh, pointless selling shoes here. Nobody wears them. Everyone goes around barefoot. Waste time being here. I'm coming home." And there's a second sh- salesman who was there at the same time, and he sent a telegram back to his head office saying, "Nobody's got shoes here. Amazing opportunity. Send more shoes." <laughs> All right? They both saw the same situation, but from a different perspective. One saw the problem, the other one saw the opportunity. And that's how life is. You know. I, and with this verse, it's a bit like that. Do you, do you see God as just someone who lifts your burdens? Or do you see him as someone who actually adds benefit? Because lifting a burden takes you to level zero, you know what I mean? But when you walk in benefit, you go above. It's like the guy revving his engine next door, you know? (laughs) I mean, what he's doing next door, because he races cars, funny cars and so on, is he's fine-tuning it, and he does this before every race. We know when there's a race on. Like, he'll be racing tonight. And so he's over there, and he'll spend his time, he'll go through and finally tune what he's got because he wants to get the best out of what he has. And that's a bit like this verse. You know, we have the blessing of the Lord who daily, daily lifts our burdens and brings us to that even level, but then beyond that, who daily actually loads us with benefits so that we don't have room for burden. And it really comes down to how are we going to approach life. When you look at your situation, you're saying, I just want to get up out of the... I just want to get up out of it. I just want to get up out of it. Is that how you're viewing things? Or are you going, you know what? I actually want to step into glory. I actually want to walk in peace. I actually want to make a difference... In someone else's life. And I understand that sometimes as in life you can be so beaten and so pushed down and so whacked into that you're just like, you know what, I just I just want to get through the end of the day. But God says, no, I want you to step into benefits. I'm trying to think of the name of the movie, and it's just gone for you. But there's this movie about... Um, the males in the family all have the ability to go back in time. About time. About time. About time. There you it's go. Thank you. you. <laughs> all right. And, and it's, this, it's, this, it's a family secret that only the males pass on to each other in the line, is that they can go back in time. They can't go forward, but they can go back and actually relive, and if they need to, change what they do. And this young guy just tells his father, tells him about it, and he discovers it, and he... And he so he jumps back in time and tries to change things and discovers that if he goes too far back, like after he's had kids, he comes back and he ends up with a different child because it actually changes time. And so he decides it's not a good idea. Um, but his dad said to him before he dies, he said, he said to him, look, he says, the best thing I've found is to, at the end of the day, to actually jump back to the start of the day, he said it and relive the day with a new perspective. Because this guy's a lawyer and you know, he goes through the stresses and the strains of contract negotiations and being in court and, and he's like, you know, well he, they show him go through the day the first time and it's a lot of stress, a lot of striving, a lot of struggle. But at the end of the day, he knows the outcome of every situation. And so he jumps back to the start of the day and takes a new perspective of just observing what's around him. And so he walks out of this contract meeting and they're supposed to rush to another one, but he stops in the middle of this amazing building and admires the architecture just for five seconds. At the end of a contract negotiation, rather than rushing out and going, we finished that one, he takes a couple of minutes to high five the guy next to him and congratulate him on what they did. And he says he gets to the end of the day and his whole perspective has changed that what was difficult and striving and hard suddenly becomes moments of victory and overcoming and joy because he learned to appreciate the moments until he gets to the point where he actually no longer goes back in time because he starts to live each moment appreciating what's around him. And he's taught himself to appreciate being in the moment, to appreciate the small things, those moments in life. And I really feel that what God was say to us today is there's moments, and we're missing our moments. We're missing the good things because we're still striving, we're still pushing, we're still. And I mean, I'm I'm the worst for this. Like I know I'm I'm you know, give me somewhere to go and let's get there. You know, it's like if you know I've got to take Ben to soccer in half an hour or so. You know, so it's like let's just get in the car and get there. You know. Get out the door in the car, I'm very focused, let's make it happen. But God says, how about enjoying the journey? He says, I load you with benefits every day. Daily loads us with benefits. Daily lifts off our burdens. You know, he says, my mercies are new every morning. They're fresh every day. But how often are we carrying yesterday's burdens into today? Today. That's it. Yeah. I always say, look, get in your car and drive the Nullarbor at least once. Maybe not too many more times, done it more than once, but. <laughs> but, you know, after the first time, you're good, yeah. But I would say, do it once. Because it is, I mean, after the first time, you know what to expect and you go, really? But the first time, yeah, it does keep changing. But to be out there, you know what, in the middle of... And if you're not from Australia, all right, the Nullarbor is the thing that links west to east, all right, if you're online watching us. And um, they're literally... It's called the Nullarbor. It's Aboriginal for treeless plain. Yeah. Yeah. It's just massive expanses that sit out on the bight so you can see the amazing cliffs that drop down into the Southern Ocean. Mm-hmm. The tourist in Australia are going to be like... Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, but it is something to experience to be out there and just to see... The flatness and the long, straight stretches of road. They're, they're awesome to experience. You, know, you might stop and get out of your car and be swamped by literally a million flies. Literally. You know, And they're not small. But I mean, once we did it, we got out of the car, we opened up our sandwiches and we jumped back in the car <laughs> with about two, 3,000 flies, You know, trying to get them all out. <laughs> yeah, you can actually play the longest golf course. You can start from Kalgoorlie and work your way across the Nullarbor. And and out, like, constantly yep, there is a bit. <laughs> you sort of drive about, you know, a, a thousand caves, and there's the next second hole, and so on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but it's it's something to be experienced. You know, there's a, there's a benefit in that because it's about that journey across there. Yeah. And I think what God really is saying to us is, you're missing the benefits because you're carrying the burden. But He says, I've actually lifted your burden. And you know, one of the process I've been going through this week is is actually going back through um, over the last couple of weeks. Is really going back through parts of my life and 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 looking at things that hold me back, things that restrict me, things that are, are you know that I haven't let go of, that I'm still carrying from way back, you know, things that cause me anxiety, things that cause me to to feel stress, and and there's not really a foundation for them because. They need to be deal with. And so, when it comes to your burdens, take a minute, or more than a minute. If you find yourself carrying your burdens in every day, stop and actually examine what those burdens are. Because what I've discovered is that we can be afraid of our burdens. We're afraid of those things that cause us stress and anxiety, but if you actually don't face them, you know what happens? They keep spinning. And we get this scriptural thing of, I've got to be above them. You know, I'm above and not beneath. And we declare over them the word of God, not out of faith, but out of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just trying to push it down, push it down, push it down, because I don't want to deal with that. Mm. I remember a lady coming into one of our services once, and she stayed with us for a couple of weeks, and then she said, oh, I'm going to go somewhere else. And we said, Oh, you know, that, that's fine as long as you're going somewhere. Was there an issue? She says, Yeah, you're too happy. <laughs> And I didn't really expect that. I was like, we're too happy. Yep, you're too happy here. Okay. And there's a lady who, she was pushing down her burdens and didn't want to face them. And she discovered that as she stepped into the presence of God and that joy, that she had to face the issues in life. And she didn't want to do that. She wanted to go somewhere that was sad and depressing so that she could feel better about herself and not have to face them. But, you know, what I've discovered over these last weeks as I work this process of facing, and it seems to be an ongoing journey. You know, you face things and then you go through a cycle and then God goes, cool, let's deal with the next lot. It's like, are you serious? You know? <laughs> yeah. And it is, but, but as I face up to those burdens, as I acknowledge them and give them a voice, I actually then get the opportunity to actually get rid of them and push them out of my life because it's like, I know what it is and God's bigger than that. You know, and some of that's painful. Some of that hurts. Some of, that's, some of that's ridiculous stuff. And you think, why the heck am I, is that a eel? But for whatever reason it is. You know, I mean, it's as stupid as, you know, I, I would get anxious taking Ben to soccer sometimes. And I'm going, I why am I getting... A- <laughs> 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 I'm over my five minutes. I'm nearly done. You know, um, I get anxious taking Ben to soccer. And it's was like, why am I getting anxious? taking them? And it actually goes back to a time when I was in Caragooling, I was selected for Country Week. And so we came down to Perth and I was the emergency. I knew I was the emergency. I was the, the backup guy. It wasn't a deal. I was actually younger than everyone else going because a year younger than them. So, you know, to actually get selected was pretty cool. But I was younger. I was the emergency. And so there wasn't going to be a lot of game time. But that was okay. I got to go to Country Week, you know. And I'm down there and... And the coach's son was the position that I was the emergency for. So, you know, the coach's son's the golden boy and, you know, you don't mess with the golden boy. And, but the wife of the coach started to chew out the coach in the second game because I hadn't had any game time and she thought I should have some game time. And he's going, no, no, we've got the strategy, no, 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 no. And they're having this big argument from about me to Deboe, about me. It's like, yeah, I feel great, you know, feeling really great, you know. And they're having this massive, for about ten minutes, they're just going at each other because that's what they did. Um, Very passionate people. (laughs) And so in the last ten minutes, the game was, I think the game was all tied, nothing was happening. They subbed me in and pulled the sun out. I was like, cool, I get to, you know, have a few minutes, you know, but, I mean, I haven't played at all. I'm not warmed up. I'm nothing because I'm just the emergency, you know. But I get out there and I manage to get myself into a position where I can get a bit of a shot off at goal. And I take this shot and it misses. I mean, I haven't played anything, so I'm not warmed up. So it's like, I'm okay with that because I've only just walked on the field. That night, the assistant coach comes and chats to me and he says, oh, I was really disappointed you missed that shot. That would have won us the game. You should have scored that shot. This other guy that I replaced would have scored that. And I was was about Ben's age, I was 16, you know, and this guy obviously didn't have a lot of emotional intelligence. Now, I didn't think much about that until I started going through this process of why does that, why am I getting anxious taking him? Because I knew I was an okay player. I mean, I was never out to be a star. I played for pleasure. It was a joy thing, you know. But that sat there all that time and so caused anxiety to go... I really want Ben to succeed, I really want him. And it was out of that, someone out of context. I mean, there's no guarantee the other guy would have scored the shot either. Yeah, no. You know, I mean, you watch a game of soccer, they miss some really, really easy stuff. <laughs> and they're I mean, professionals miss, you know. I mean, there's no guarantee. It wasn't that easy a shot, you know. But that they put the hole that we didn't win on my shoulders yeah. when I played less than 10 minutes of the game. No, it's not fair. But I carried that because of where I was at. And so as I deal with that and as I work through that, it's amazing how the anxiety decreases. Because God says, if you let me take this stuff, if you face up to your burdens, I will take your burdens. And then you'll start to appreciate the moments and walk in the benefits. And he says he wants to load us with benefits. So let me ask you, what are you carrying that you're afraid of? Maybe we need to face up to those things and embrace the benefits of God. Yeah? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you're a God of blessing and a God of favour, that you're a God of goodness, that you do lift our burdens and you do load us with benefits. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the power of salvation. That, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. They're fresh every day. Father, help us to see the benefits, to help us see those moments every day where your goodness shines through. Where we can experience your breakthrough in even the smallest thing for your gift of life. We're going to bless you in Jesus name. Amen.